0: know who's doing a good podcast is that guy that does the soul uh the free solo the climber he talks about his climbing
1: i'm sure he's been on the joe rogan podcast i heard a guy on the joe rogan podcast do that with like nothing yeah he did yosemite like no No fingers
0: Alex. yeah yeah no safety shit right no and (laughs) there's there's a spot where he had to do a jump oh my and, I think I
1: remember hearing he talked yeah, about that. I, I'm
0: getting sweaty palms. <laughs> me too. Uh, um, <laughs> I watched it. It's called Solo, and it it shows him go up. Is it a movie? It's a, yeah documentary. documentary okay, I shows, gotta watch that. Solo. Can I
2: just say one thing? I, it's just gonna, I don't know why it's gonna drive me nuts. Can you put your headphones through the microphone so it's not resting? I don't know. Just be, oh. yeah, I don't know. I keep looking oh, over this, and you keep going like this, and I'm like, you know
0: what? I'm glad recording? you said that because yeah. when we would watch it, I'd go, God, why didn't
2: all right, we're good. I'm sorry. Thank okay. you. you got All right, me? I'm ready. Does it,
1: how does it look when I'm looking at the camera?
2: American family
1: insurance. Uh, why, why at the like for the intro and stuff. Does it look better just that way? Okay. All right. Ready? Yep. What's up, guys? Welcome to Two Suits in a War Room podcast. We've got a special guest in-house today to talk about insurance
2: insurance peter walton peter walton
1: american family insurance give us the jingle let's hear it
0: american family insurance for he's your auto right on business i like that
1: yes he's actually the real voice in the commercials yes yep don't get that person confused <laughs> yeah. with that i mean you guys think funny. i make
0: commission on my sales it's the voice <laughs> that's where he makes all <laughs> the money love the love big it. bucks are it. made <laughs> thanks for having me you guys Yeah. Yes. Really cool. this is
1: gonna be fun um We like you. You're a business guy, and you also do my insurance and some of Eric's insurance too. And And thank you. Yeah, and as business owners,
0: insurance is very important. It is. And when you when we were talking before about being a business owner, you want to look at your expenses first. If you're gonna, I love the attitude of being Mm -hmm. an entrepreneurial, uh, but you've got to make sure that you look at what your expenses are going to be. And insurance, uh, unfortunately, can be a big one. It can also be a small one, Mm -hmm. but you just want to make sure. Uh, one is it gonna be easy to get access to the type of insurance you need uh, and what's gonna be the cost right so have you seen like businesses that are doing a ton of revenue where they
1: have super cheap insurance just because of the type of work and then other businesses where their revenue they're you know maybe newer or smaller company and it's through the roof
0: exactly well it's, it's about exposure yeah. and when you when you say about one company having a certain type of sales volume sales mm-hmm. volume that if they're liability is based off that sales, then they're going to pay accordingly for the exposure right. of their sales. Right. Now, when it looks at the types of high risk businesses that they make, make only 20 grand a year, let's say, let's say a roofer does one or two houses. Yep. Is that expensive insurance? Oh, it's your, it's your highest workers comp. What, uh, how much uh, is
1: that? Like percentage wise, oh, if you had to guess.
0: It's really high. <laughs> um, I haven't, I haven't quoted uh, for a reason. Yeah. People I, get hurt. Well, that's the thing is that the workers' comp is the highest. Right, because of right. That. Uh, I always look at examples and being in the business for 25 years, I'm 49. My dad was with the company when I was born. So I always look at the insurance side. I question. I want to question how come it's this much premium? Why can you offer that? <laughs> yeah. Or not? And when it's it came to, to roofing, When I was up at uh, helping my buddy with a bar top, we were working on a Mm -hmm. bar top at the wilderness, and I looked up and saw the roofers of all the huge condo units, (laughs) and they had ropes around them, and they had planks and stuff everywhere. I thought, that's why that's the most expensive right there, because at any moment something could happen, and it's not just a nail gun. We're talking life or death. Right. Falling off a roof. So that's where I look at that scenario. I look at businesses of, well, tree trimmers. Roofers. Mm-hmm. There's different things out there not saying that uh, it's a bad thing. Obviously not. we need them. But on the insurance side, you've got to know what type of risks you're going into because that can right. make or break your decision of going mm-hmm. in business, and
1: without it, you could go bankrupt, oh, for sure. so right, right away when
2: you when you purchase as those businesses, when you purchase that insurance, are you looking at how you um, price your product out or your service out based on your insurance? Cause right now on in my insurance, I'm not looking okay at my insurance. I need to make, you know, this amount of dollars back. Like, is it enough to where you kind of help bid that into projects? Like, is, 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 is that, you know, the coverage that you're buying, is it so expensive that, you know, it drives the prices up of, of roofing? Cause it, you said it's expensive.
0: Yeah. That's definitely can cause up the cost for the consumer.
1: Yeah. Um, and it, Probably should. As a business owner, that's how I look at it. Because Okay, this is going up. Well, we have to raise our prices right. because of it.
0: Yep. You're seeing, especially during this time, it's very unique where you're now dealing with uh, the supply and demand. Mm-hmm. And people are demanding for products that aren't available. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, and you're seeing those
2: car costs rise. Well, when it comes to insurance. Yeah, which is like everything right now, like everything. wood, metal, plastic.
0: I, I've i got a buddy uh, that owns Prairie Fire, and he was just telling me now with the, the steel factories up and going on the East Coast, that lag, now he there's certain jobs that he's had to tell them now it's going to go up this many thousands of dollars just because of the product. Mm-hmm. Um, on the insurance side of it, that's going to stay pretty, I, I should never say level, but it's going <laughs> to stay somewhat right. the same depending on your claims history okay and on how the company let's just say i'm american family so how did the how did the american family do in roofing okay let's say we have 35 million in roofing premium but we lost 55 million sure so now how do you make up that 20 million this is important for folks to understand on the insurance side we don't just do this so then we can we make money, and and, right. and and that's where insurance looks at the risk. Perfect example of risk when um, you look at people's history of driving, credit, and all that. Yep. We put that together, and for a premium, you pay me the money. I will provide a million-dollar liability policy. Sure. So let's just say you paid me $500 on a Tuesday. Today, tomorrow, you have a million-dollar liability claim. We're going to pay it. Well, when you look at investing and doing different stuff, if American Family is going to invest five hundred dollars of your money and lose a million, that's not a good investment. No. So what you have to do? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just yeah, that, that doesn't I'm, work. No, and what I'm getting at when it comes to insurance, we are putting a value on something, but if it's for five hundred bucks and the loss is a million, that means that risk is not very high. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's right. just a, another way of trying to describe, I'm going to do whatever I can in this podcast to being in the business, growing up in the business. Mm-hmm. There's there's things people will say about insurance that aren't true. There's people will say, it. Think, well, yeah, you're right. But at least you guys will have more of an educated guess on what's going on.
1: For sure. Which is super important because especially starting out, like I had no idea. I just paid the bill, right? I didn't understand it at all. Over great, the years. yeah
2: I mean that's every business owner <laughs> yeah
0: and that's
1: that's where I and you need to know what
0: your money's being used for exactly and I, that's where I feel that you guys trusted me to hey we're paying the premium we trust Peter that he's got his cover yeah right. well that's a lot of responsibility for me so I want to make sure I'm doing my job right mm-hmm. I will I go through it and say mm, there's this this and this that that you're not covered for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you want to take the responsibility either no I don't need that coverage I've got money saved that if something happens I can do that that's what I want to do is look at what what is the need for you guys and then look at a premium and let's let's build a package right there's some things that are gonna be important to you some things that that are not well don't buy it and if you've got a grand in your savings account then raise your deductible up to a grand Mm -hmm. and save the money so there's 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 a lot of ways to be smart when it comes to insurance purchasing and also consistent looking at your policy. Right.
2: I think also one thing too would be your accessibility uh, uh, to your agent that you're dealing with. And I think that's one of the biggest things that my parents and myself have gone through you um, on, on insurance. Your phone call or your office is a phone call away. And when you are dealing in the heat of moment of all of a sudden, you know, you have a pipe that just burst and now you have to try to get a hold of your insurance guy from a different company that, you know, they, they're huge and you don't know if they'll pick up, you know? So I think, I, I think that's another big selling yep. point too. Thank you. And that
0: uh, us agents have been constantly uh, showing people why we're an added value, right? me more expensive in some places, but if your house burns down or you've got a child that's in serious need from a car accident, they call me. And they know my cell phone and I also feel fortunate, you guys being in a community that we are. Right. Oh, if, for sure. If stuff goes down, they'll be able to get my they'll be able to contact me, but they can, and that's what's great, and they know I can be there. We had a house fire uh what was it almost two years ago, and we saw it on the news, recognized, uh. went, oh my gosh, went over to their place. I brought water and breakfast sandwiches from Quick Trip. Our claims adjuster was already there. We had ServPro lined up. I went to that's crazy. I went to the hotel, checked in two rooms for them and their family. They were a half an hour behind me, and they already had a check in their hand for immediate expenses. That's how it's that's supposed insane. to work. That's yeah. insane.
1: Wow, that's yeah. awesome. So that's how, how, how do people hire you? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs>
2: I mean, but that's the type of service that you know you can't put a price. I mean, y- you don't expect
1: this stuff I mean, to happen, right. but it happens. To it people. happens. Hopefully and, not,
2: but it does happen. And and you need, you want to make a phone call, and you want right. to feel like you're being taken care of yeah. now. That's
0: as good as it gets. Yeah.
2: It, well, thanks. And
0: you guys, when you look at this, the family got out of life, uh, and that's all I care about. Number one. Yeah, yeah. Right. is that the family, the house, we've got it. Yes. Right. It's hard, we got it. Right. But when it comes to your life, that's what's so important. Agreed, 100%. And, and going through that, with that's... I grew up in with American family with my my dad. He he did the corporate Yeah,
2: do you want to talk about that just a little bit too? Yeah. G- grow, I guess growing yeah, up like and how in, how did you get into how you get, Don't you guys grow up
0: saying I want to be an insurance agent? <laughs> yeah, well, never yeah, since yeah, I was three that, years yeah. old. Yeah. I say that and then, <laughs> oh, well maybe I want to be an NFL player or a golfer. right. right. Uh, well. I, I was born uh, in Rockford, Illinois, and dad was an agent with American Family in 1969. He moved up as a district manager. I was born in 71. And when I uh, was three is when we moved to St. Louis, and that's when my dad became a state director with American Family. Wow. So I grew up with American Family. Mm-hmm. I knew the president of the company and wow. the, the folks that surrounded the, the American Family community. Well, in 1988, Dad got promoted as a Vice President of Life Company with an uh, American family. We went to Madison. So, middle of sophomore year, I'm leaving DeSmet Jesuit High School, all dudes, 800 all dudes going to wow. Edgewood High School. Oh, and I think, you were in heaven. And I, well, it was different. I was scared. Yeah. I had to shower in the morning. I mean, going to an all-dude school, oh, yeah. Yeah. shower at night, wake up, cap, go to well, that's good. school. Yeah, put on deodorant, you're good to go. Yep. So that was a little bit of a change, yep. even though I had had girls in school the whole sure, time sure. up to high school, right. but still it was weird. And uh, we we came up to Madison, went to Edgewood. I always wanted to be an agent, you guys. I just always did. That wow. was that was something I wanted to do. And it's because of the people that I saw doing what they were doing. Right. They were having fun. They it's were helping. Cool. I like that. They were helping people. My dad took great pride into visiting his agents. And when I say his agents, he was a district manager. So he went
2: out in Madison. He was a district, he was district. a
0: district manager in Rockford. Oh, okay. And then in St. Louis, he was a state director of the Missouri East. Got uh, it. And built, uh, built a heck of, oh boy, what do you call the force down there? I mean, there's the uh, biggest agents in the company have come from St. Louis in wow. that area. And I really feel a lot of it is my dad because, uh, dad told me right away, you treat your customers with utmost respect mm-hmm. and tell them the truth. Everything else falls in place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it does. We're human beings. We make mistakes.
2: Mm-hmm. Own up to them. Um, to. That's the biggest suck up. And- we it's- talked about that in a couple podcasts ago. Just own up to it. It is. Uh, I...
0: I took over this agency, you guys, and I, I mean, I'd be dropped off at my mom's farm in Forston. When when we lived in St. Louis, dad would drop me off at the farm. He would come up to Madison. I'd hang out there. Then they would drive me back to St. Louis. So I I know farms. I, I got to be the, the little sure. helper. And mm-hmm. I know that my first, it was a 77 row crop Oliver tractor. So there I, you go. I, I, yeah, well, I know. Let's go. But when you're an insurance dude and you go to a big farm, which I did south of town, and the And he said, heifer this, and then, no idea. Had, I didn't know what he was talking about. And he looked at me and he says, you don't know what the F I'm talking about, do you? And I said, no, but I got the shit kickers in the back of my truck. Yep. Show me and tell me. Sure, yes. That moment right there, I earned the respect of that Mm -hmm. farmer because he saw in my eyes, I had no idea what a heifer was. And I owned up to that mistake of not knowing. If I would have said I did, I would have not kept that business. Mm-hmm. The referrals would have stopped. They would have said, "Watch him; he's not." And that's that's what you have to do. That's what you do in life. If you make a mistake, you own up to it. Right. And when it comes to your business, when you don't own up to it, that news travels fast. Super <clears> fast. And you don't sleep as well. Right. Um. I want to go to bed at night. Right. And when I do, I want to be able to close my eyes and say, "Oh, I, I did." F- the f- best for, for, sure. Yep. for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, so that's kind of the, the beginning of really, I don't see an end, uh, too soon with the American family lifestyle. Cause that's it's awesome. It's all I've, I've ever known, all I've ever wanted to do. Uh, we were down in Kansas. Uh, let me just real quick explain my, my path of, of the agent part. Yep. So when I, um, came up here in 88, went to Edgewood, graduated in 90, um, wanted, high school. Yes. Uh, and then wanted to play hoops. Tried to walk on Mankato State. Uh, didn't work out. Go Bulls. Uh, Mavericks. Mavericks. Yes. Mavericks. Wish I would have gone to Winona State. That's yeah. okay. That yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I. Because that was more of that caliber. Okay. Uh, D two. Uh, I was just a small white dude that couldn't dribble. I I could play defense <laughs> right. and I could shoot the three, but that doesn't cut it in D two. Right. So I sucked that up and uh, went to Madison or MATC. Played two years there. Had the time of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, took a year off, uh, was about ready to go to Florida and my agent being an AmFam agent, uh, probably dream wouldn't have happened, but I met my uh, current wife, uh, Ellen and she motivated me to go back to school because there were three things that my mom and dad said that I had to accomplish in order to be an agent. One was I had to have my, degree so I had to have a four-year degree what is the degree yeah my degree is in business okay Um, where from uh, upper Iowa okay yep so I was in that year off and I already had I don't know how many credits but Ellen knew that in order for Mm -hmm. me to be an agent Mm -hmm. I needed to get my degree well sitting on the couch planning to move down to Florida that's not exactly getting my degree (laughs) so she Through an upper, and I say throw because she did throw an Upper Iowa application at me and said, "Either you fill that out, or the future of us doesn't look so good." To that extent, what I heard was, "Fill that out, or you're leaving."
2: Yeah. Um,
0: So I did. That's what I heard too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) so I did that um, and finished my degree at Upper Iowa. uh, Interviewed with a uh, district manager in Kansas City. Went down to Kansas City, started a scratch business. Now this is where I'll I'll stop right now. So were you guys dating at the time? Yes. And she came down with you. She landed her dream job in Kansas City as well. No way. What, yeah. was, her, what was her job? She was a dental hygienist for oh, Doctor. Nice. McKee. I met her at the dentist office too, what? so it's pretty funny. Yeah. So I was, my, uh, <laughs> I was talking to my buddy's girlfriend and I said, I've got some girl issues and Ellen walks by and I'm like, there's another issue all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. So our first date was Howie Mandel. And ever since then nice. we've been in love, have three, three daughters and she helps run the business. with Okay. Me. Um, big motivator on the three things degree, yep. 40 hour a week job, mm-hmm. which I worked at first federal for 40 hours a week to, to earn that. The third one is the toughest. I'm looking in the camera. Signs of responsibility. Everybody has an issue with signs of responsibility. Define I, that. What, yeah, what do you I was going to say, that? can you enlighten us? Uh, signs of responsibility would be uh, I do what I want to do and I don't care. That would be irresponsible. But the signs of responsibility would be hey, I need to get this done. I need to sacrifice this free time. Got it. it's a discipline. Yes. And once I. When I did my Upper Iowa and finished that, uh, that's when Mom and Dad looked at me and we talked about the three things, and they were very proud. Uh, and then it's I, a good feeling. It, mm-hmm. it is. And I interviewed. Um, I wanted. Uh, I wanted to go back to St. Louis because I really loved the area. Um, you like go cards. In 88, here's the other thing. In 88, when we moved, our football Cardinals moved to Arizona. Uh, I come up here. I'm a diehard Packer fan. (laughs) I mean, rooting for Randy Wright when they were, what, six, and I don't even know if they won six games. But that's when I became a Packer fan. I'm still a Cardinals baseball fan. Yeah, we know. I know. Brewers (laughs) are number two on my list, so I still root. Give them some credit. So when I uh, had the opportunity to start my business in Kansas City, I was 25 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ellen was working her job. I was living in an apartment.
2: 25, that's young. Very. To and, start a business. And you guys are? Getting me 28. Yep. I'm
1: and, 29. Started when I was 21? Yeah. Started
2: when I was 27. 25 yeah. is You young. don't know shit when you're 21 oh, years old. God. No.
0: I, I started, I'm Peter B. Walton II. My dad is Peter B. Walton I, and he's an executive with American Family. So I'm just painting this picture of here's the executive son. Oh, he's got an mm. opportunity as an agent, and and I had been has a history of enjoying myself and having lots of fun. Yeah, and yep. there's nothing wrong with that. No, uh, as long as you have direction and yeah. know what you. I was enjoying my my life, uh, and then it was time to settle down and show some responsibility. Uh, yeah, and and when when that happened abruptly. Uh, there was people that wanted to see me fail because I was an executive son. Um,
2: did that motivate you at all? Were you confident at the age of 25? Sorry too. yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) yes. I, I used it as motivation and what was your, were
2: you confident? Like, were you, were you able to show that you were confident in front of a room full of people at the age of 25 when you had meetings? Uh, Uh, yes. And
0: the reason why is that I was in similar meetings, uh, with the bank, uh, and with college. Okay. So I, I've always enjoyed speaking um, with public speaking and, and doing different things in the public. So I, I didn't have that problem. It was the substance. You know, I needed that experience of right. the insurance. So I, I loved to talk, but I didn't know what the hell I was talking about. Um, and I really took advantage of the group of colleagues, mm-hmm. agents that had been there before me. And I remember looking at Dewey Osborne, and he's an agent in Kansas City, and his son Tony's uh, has... Has done a wonderful job I sat next to him and there's a thing called an AOR it's an agent's report it's your it's your report it shows your whole agency Mm. everything and you would go through it and there's commission and mine is really small I mean really small because I've just started and I look over at Dewey who's one of the biggest agents in the whole company and he shows me his numbers you guys, I saw those numbers and I freaked because I thought, there's no way. I mean,
1: there's no way I can, can do that. Can you tell us what they were or no?
0: It was 30 grand a yep. month.
1: 30 grand a month.
0: Yep. And you and this is this is this is great because I've always wanted to people have always wondered, oh, well, you know, you earn this commission. Here's here's an example of what can happen. Is I saw Dewey's 30 grand and I thought, oh, Rich. You know? Well, I hit that point in my career. And there's a lot more that goes along with that thirty grand amount. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, especially when you don't see uh-huh. that amount. Yep. Um that amount goes towards my building, my expenses to keep the building open, my office manager, uh my uh customer service rep, uh my sales rep, my other sales rep, uh me. So That's how you have to spread that. When I looked on that piece of paper, I thought he got a check for thirty. And I'm not. I mean, I'm a business owner, so I knew he didn't get the thirty grand. And that was. But I figured he got twenty five of it. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Crazy. Yeah, and that was that was my big aha moment of seeing that. And then when I looked at my account statement the day that I did that. It was a different feeling. Mm -hmm. It was a great feeling of success. But then it was also realizing this is running a business. This is me running a corporation. Right. So if you take that 30 and times it by 12, well, that's a big number. But again, you got to pay your office. You got to pay your staff. There's so many expenses out there that you've got to make sure that are taken care of. Before because, you pay yourself, for one yeah, thing. And, and as you guys know, you don't pay yourself as a business owner. No. Especially at the times that you guys are at. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we're going to get to the motivating of being oh, a yeah. business But Are you sure you want to do this? Yeah, <laughs> but this is, this is what it. This is real, though. This is, is what it is. Yeah. And nobody, <laughs> when I was going through the path of interviewing for American Family, uh, they never told me the truth. Uh, You know who told me the truth was my close friends within American family because the manager that hired me says, you just two years and you're going to see your renewals and it's going to be rocking. I'm still waiting for that after two years. (laughs) Um, But I also have put myself in a position where I can afford uh, a lifestyle that's not glamorous by any means, but I can travel. I can I can do things with my family. I have also, being a business owner, uh, I have freedom. And in, yep. you can abuse the freedom and find that out the hard way from a customer yep. uh, or your, your inner self, your business inner self. Uh, but I can also uh, today uh, take my daughter to her orthodontist appointment. Yeah, that's awesome. We, we went to go to the car wash. We got Chick-fil-A. Uh, I didn't have to. Call. Now you're talking. All, all I had to do was tell my office, hey, Brittany and I got this orthodontist appointment. We're going to go to lunch. I had to stop yeah. at Menards. That's that's awesome. That's a neat thing to be. Able One to, of my
1: favorite things about owning a business. I was going to say
0: you're there right now in the
1: middle of the day. Fuck it, go do whatever I got to do.
0: Yep. I don't got to ask anyone. No, and then what I do now is I put in three hours from eleven to two mountain biking. And, I love it and every day. No, when I when I put it on, but I'll like tonight. I'm going to go after this. I'm a um, bike ambassador for the Blackhawk. Uh, in Middleton there and that's that's what I I enjoy I love that yeah I've seen your
1: wife at the gym you guys are pretty into health and fitness it seems like
0: I was uh over 241 really Uh, yeah when I started as an agent uh I was two I was around 175 180 and then uh cold calling and um drinking and eating and cold calling and drinking and (laughs) eating and then Uh, All of a sudden, then you go from your thirty twos to thirty fours to thirty six, and then I was at the thirty eight, and I couldn't buy forties. I was like, "You guys, I I can't do. I actually I need to lose weight." Yep. So that motivated me. Did the no carb, uh, then been here, and then I did the twenty pounds in thirty days. What is that? That's a that's crazy. It's a really a recharge of your body. It's uh, getting your hormones shock the system. It's it's cut everything out and and it goes it, it recharges your hormones it essentially tells your body uh to stop eating the crap that you've been eating and mm-hmm. you bring in fruits vegetables uh lean meat and you do that for 30 days i ended up losing 20 pounds in 30 days so i went from. wow i went from i've never uh, heard of this before yeah I like it. It, it, i've tried everything i mean who hasn't if somebody that has a weight problem somebody we all, there's everything out there from a pill. I remember taking Finfin fin, and then all of a sudden I heard that somebody could die from it. And I'm like, Oh, uh, no, yeah. yeah, no, the COVID shot will just do that. Right. No, I'm, I'm vaccinated. So I'm, I'm part of the Guinea pig. So, <laughs> so am I. Yeah. I didn't do it for me. <laughs> Sorry, that came up. Um, so, uh, I, I just, uh, th- there's certain times when it comes as a business owner, um, you, you, it's a gut check. So mm-hmm. I feel like this happens to a lot of business
1: owners. They get so busy and tied up, let themselves go, And then they, then they say, Oh, I got, I don't have time. I'm so busy trying to work on my business. Well, that's not true. We all have time. It's prioritizing your time and making, you know, putting certain things ahead of the other. And what I find out is when you take care of yourself, your business is going to do much, much better.
0: I agree. And, and being healthy is part of it. It is and, yeah. uh, like you're a sharp mind. You're making decisions. I noticed after I lost weight, uh, I haven't drank in over a couple of years too. Is health wise, I've got bad psoriatic arthritis, so I'm on Humira, so I do nope. a shot in my stomach every other week. Um, but I feel good, and the reason why is that I'm I'm healthier, mm-hmm. and I can my my family can count on me more, my customers can count on me more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got it when that I that one thirty to three thirty sometimes that would kick my ass mm. um, sure. and it doesn't anymore i mean there's other, awesome yeah i love coffee uh I, I but i don't have to have it all the, i just i enjoy having my cup of coffee don't drink soda drink water and coffee i love it uh sparkling water
2: no no sparkling water nope just i said you know with yeah <laughs> nice little ice water's important it, it is. is
1: i yeah. started a couple months ago doing a gallon a day and once you get into it, it's super easy, and you just
0: if you, you just feel better, and your body gets used to it uh, too yeah. with going to the bathroom. Yeah, because I you've got to drink plenty of water. Yep, and that's another part. When we're talking about being business owners, um, you're gonna push your push yourself mentally. Oh, for sure. Physically more than you ever thought. Hundred percent. And that's, you got to back that up with a yeah. a healthy body. You do. Yeah. Uh, when I was telling you about my weight issue, when I when I really stopped. Or started to look at what I was eating. I'm on the can reading the Reader's Digest, and I read, th- and I used to eat a foot long meatball sub from Subway. Yeah, it's like 2,000 calories. Oh like my God, that's well, you're that, done eating for the day, then yeah. I guess. Well, like si- I need. Throw <laughs> six to eight Coca Colas on top of that. Holy, but so will do looks. it. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's how I was rolling, and you can't do that. No, and I'm everybody has maybe a different deal when it comes to food and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Well that's I was figure it out for I was not doing anything Mm -hmm. exercise wise and I was putting two thousand calories in my system a day. So right. Um being healthy and that's you gotta mode because you're you're gonna go through the the ups and downs of uh emotions. Uh feeling that you're not doing the best job that you can have a tough day with a customer. Have a tough day with a family member. There's always going to be different curveballs that are thrown at you Mm -hmm. every day. Uh, If your health is in check, that makes it a lot easier to deal with uh, problems.
1: It does, yeah. And another thing with working out and biking and stuff, like you're pushing yourself and making yourself go to these hard places so when they hit you in life, you're used to it. It's not that hard. I
0: agree because you're getting those curveballs thrown at you all the time. Yeah. Um, There's going to be something new that we deal with every single day. And you're going to have to just wing it. Yep. Right. Uh, And that is something that you're going to go with. "Mm, This is close to a previous (laughs) experience or I haven't done this before. And I say this, too, because I'm a father of three teenage girls. So when there's certain questions, there's things that I don't know. And I'm not going to lie. Uh, but I also, there's things that I have experienced in. Why don't you it, go ask your mom? <laughs> there's certain ones, but right? I do want to have it, that, that dad's around and he's here to help too. Right. And, uh, it's just, uh, you've got to find, um, you've got to find time to, for your health. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that will help. Deal with a lot of the curveballs a lot of the objections just a lot of things that can be negative You can turn that negative energy into positive energy, right?
1: And if you don't do those things, you know eat healthy work out. when you hit those problems You're just gonna lose it Break down um, Freak out when you're already expending that energy, you know pushing your body to the limits, too You can keep a calm mindset. Yeah when you're faced with that kind of stuff, which is super important because then you're gonna make a good decision I agree. So mountain Mount biking your yeah. thing? Oh, I love it. You on the trail a lot or do you, I, out, do you travel?
0: I'll go on this trail to Blue Mountain. Okay. Uh, I'll do the the trail if uh just need to get out. Right, because, right. Uh, and we're so lucky to have the trail right here. I need to go that way more. I always go this way. Yeah. That's where I would go down to Riley. <laughs> now I go up this, this okay. way. And then I'll hit the campground and then go into so Blue So there's, there's all kinds of trails up in there, isn't there? There is. It, they're, they're a little technical. Um Excuse me, but it's it's Blue Mountains is gorgeous. It's absolutely beautiful. But good hills too. Capital Off Road Pathfinders is the local. It's corp. So if you go to madcity.com, that's our local mountain bike chapter, cool. and you can find all the mountain bike trails around the area. So it's they awesome. have trails
2: at the at Blue Mountains. Yep, Blue Mountain State Park.
0: Uh, we have them in Blackhawk and Middleton. You okay. got to be a member, uh, join there, which is worth it. Quarry Ridge and Fitchburg, Camrock and Cambridge, mm. uh, Quarry Park and downtown. County. Awesome. Yeah, it's and it's funny, you guys. I mean, there's a bunch of middle-aged dudes, and we remember when we had our Schwinn scramblers. Oh, where, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> the only trails we had were trails of new subdivisions. It wasn't trails okay. going into woods. Right. It was new subdivisions. So when we saw new subdivisions, it was, well, it was game on. on. Yeah, Because right. it yeah. they would always leave a pile of dirt somewhere. <laughs> to right. climb oh, yeah. on, yeah. 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 Gravel pile. Yep. <laughs> so that's what the mountain biking world now. I was going to say, that's picked up in the it's, recent years. Ten years has blown away. Yeah, We went down to Bentonville, Arkansas in, five years ago for the International Mountain Bike Association. There was four of us dudes, crews down there, and did it a three three hour training with professionals on bumps, jumps and berms. Wow. <laughs> really cool. <laughs> In fact, fun. Ch- Choms, the guy that was teaching us, he was the first Red Bull champion. Wow. Really? Yeah. It's crazy. It was cool. That's kind of a big deal. It is. And he I not good at berms. I just am not good. Well he Do you
2: wanna enlighten us on what that is? A berm
0: when you're when you're going down a trail, a berm is banked so then when you're making a turn, yep. you're it's banked it. up. So then you don't have to slow down as much, and it, it's safety, fun. But you got to go in the right angle, come out the right sure. angle. You got to have your ass on the seat just right. There's and been some wipeouts. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but we're all good. Yeah. Um, and he followed me, and he was telling me everything to do That's as awesome. I was going down the trail. Awesome. He had a coach. It was, yeah, it was really That's, cool, man. And what he's and he's he has a son, and he's freaked out because his son wants to do what he did. But Red Bull champions don't jump 30 feet anymore. They jump 60 and 80 feet. Right. And he
2: said, that's, he goes, that's out of control. Yeah. And my son wants to do it. That's awesome. awesome. I've seen some of those videos of those guys. Uh, I don't know. They, it's almost like they're in like sand, clay areas, uh, and they're riding on like an inch of a cliff. I, I don't know. I, does that ring a bell? I guess it's, it's yeah. somewhat of raging,
0: way. I don't know if they call it the raging bull or how it is, but those
2: competitions, you're riding on something that's like two inches wide.
0: Yeah. There, there's are certain areas that will have, that's a part of a technical trail. If you ever have a chance, um, uh, Oh my gosh. Uh, I can't think of his name. It'll come to me, but he's, he's from Scotland and, in, in, uh, McCaskill, uh, um, and he was down, Danny. Danny McCaskill.
2: Yeah, his videos are wild. I get
0: to ride with him when I was down there. What
2: you rode with him? Yeah, you was, met him.
0: Yeah, it was it was the craziest.
2: He thing. he, 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 he uh, uh, rode his bike at the uh, uh, Playboy Mansion and did really? a video there. Yeah. yeah, wow. And he did. He's one, big time.
0: He he did one called the, "It's Isle of Sky, and that's the island next to Scotland. That's where he's from. Okay, is the yeah. Isle okay. of Sky. So Danny, short little uh, Irish or Scottish dude, and. And I went up to him, and I'm like, Danny, can I get a picture with you? That is so cool. It was awesome. And I was like, Danny, can I get a picture with you? And he's like, where are you from? And I go, I was born in Rockford. <laughs> <laughs> so good, good dude. That is picture. so cool. And I asked him, I said, so how long did it take you to do that video? Because it's an intense video. Is, is it's that called like, The
2: Ridge. Is that one, one of the most famer, famous videos that he's done that's got like the most views on it on YouTube? I think it'd be The Ridge or The Funeral. The funeral is what got us hooked on him. Okay. And that's
0: where he's in somewhere in Europe, and people don't know what he's doing. And so he'll jump down like a flight of stairs, and then people will come around looking where he's...
2: That's the one I've seen.
0: And so that's the funeral. Okay. And then the ridge is the one I was referring to with him. And I asked him how long it took him to film that. And he said it. they were looking at 26 to 27 days. Yep. But the weather was so perfect. It took him six or seven days wow. to do the whole thing. He was completely exhausted. But, oh, I believe but that. But they were able to pull it off. That's cool. That was that was neat to meet him. Uh, there was Hans Ray. Uh, he's another big mountain. He's, he's a German. Uh, he's got to be in the 60s now. Jeez. Um, and then another guy from Vancouver, another pro. And it was really cool because... You get all these different ages and groups of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're all there because we enjoy riding. Yeah. How old are you? I'm just curious. I'm 49.
1: Yeah, you're like. I mean, there's a lot of guys in their mid 40s that are like peak fitness level. What do you think?
0: I'm, like, what I'm for you. I would say that I'm in probably the best shape. That Isn't that I've been. awesome?
1: That yeah. that gives me something. To yeah, I was look gonna forward say forward. I'm excited. Cause I, uh, yeah, because yeah, then you know I'm 29. I'm like I can do this for another.
2: But you're working years. at it. I mean, you take it very seriously on on fitness and feeling good and eating good and. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, you, you shouldn't be 50 and be able to do all that stuff. No. In, in the best shape of your life. No. But, you know, you, and I've you have, prove it. Nerd. And
0: I have motivators. I, yeah. I surround myself around mm-hmm. healthier mm-hmm. people, people that want to do stuff. How important is it to surround
1: yourself with like-minded people? Oh, my
0: gosh. <laughs> Avoid cancers. Cut yep. them off. Yep. Don't look back. Yeah, and and being uh, a business owner, that it's tough to say no. Uh, it is.
2: It, it's tough to be... Uh, See, mean. it's not.
0: It's not. Well,
1: yeah, I can say no, but I'm not, I try not to be mean. To me, obviously.
2: it is. I want to be friends with everyone. I want, you know, I, 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 I want to be able to connect with everyone. And there's sometimes that you know you got to separate yourself and move on, right?
0: It, and that's a tough part where I feel that I, I'm likable, and if I feel that somebody doesn't like me, I, I wonder why. But then I stopped wondering. Is that we just don't get along with everybody? Sure. There's personalities right. that right. just aren't. But my ultimate goal is everybody have American family, right? I mean, if it's not with me right. then have it with wags and Verona, yeah, you know, Miller and in Dodgeville. So yeah. that, that's you've got to do that, that, that mentality. But the other part is, is, uh, in business, you're going to make mistakes. Um, <laughs> and I <Yeah>. just, <laughs> yeah. I was going to but say. here's, here's the, the one that, that I want to make sure that new business owners listen to your inside, your heart, your, when you go to bed and if there's something that, that doesn't feel comfortable and you don't feel comfortable the next day and it's still not going away, do something you about it. Make the call. you got to do it because that's what I've noticed. I still struggle every now and then. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's certain times where I could have avoided a issue if I would have not felt uncomfortable for a day or two. Sure. Just went right to it. So that, that really needs to be... Uh, something that business owners understand that if there is something festering inside you that you don't feel right it's your business right and if you don't like it you can change it but make sure it's a change for the right reason not just because you don't like it maybe there's a reason you don't like it and you could fix it and make all the pieces work together but you've got to make sure that if it doesn't feel good it's your business and I have run into that throughout my career where either employees or customers, something, they've taken control. Uh, and that's not why I went into business. Right. And I'm not a control freak by any means, but I want to be able to run my business Absolutely. Right, and, and do what I want to do. Go mountain biking, set an appointment at 8 o'clock on a Saturday if I want to. I mean, that's, that's what I want to be right. able to do. Uh, but it's your business. I like
1: that. I like that. And the more that you listen to that feeling, it could be a gut feeling, it could be in your head, like the more in tune you become to it, and and it becomes very clear things you need to do.
0: It does. And I'm speaking of experience. I've let things fester for months. I have too. And you know what happens? Your income goes down. Your health. Um, Health. Probably my relationship with my wife and my kids went down because I'm not... Focused. I'm thinking about the the cancer, the thing that has taken me away from what I do best, and that's enjoy life. Right. So, what you need to do is is make sure if there is something, address it. Don't let it linger because it can cost your business. It can cost you. It can cost you a lot. Yeah,
1: and your productivity too. If you got this thing, you keep putting off and putting off and putting off.
0: Yep. We all know that you can go down a dark hole really fast. It's yeah. a matter of, and being a business owner, we spend a lot of time by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And yep. you've got these guys on your shoulders. Sometimes oh they're happy guys. Sometimes <laughs> they're not so happy. Yeah. But there's not like us building yeah. each other's good vibe energy all the time. You, you've got to really take charge. And that's what I love about being a business owner is you can.
2: How did you separate yourself when you were first starting out? from the competition when you were doing maybe sales with, um, either competing internally or externally. So like young people, there's a lot of young people right now that either are starting, you know, small Etsy shops or they're starting their own business, woodworking projects, et cetera. And they're hoping to make it a full-time gig because you you see a lot more entrepreneurs. Yeah. What's some advice or what did you do to help separate yourself? Did you have a crazy, you know, work ethic? Did you have, uh, great communication was it all the above you know what really set you apart when you were young and you were like yep i can definitely do this
0: uh one was my goofy personality being able to talk to yeah for sure i mean you got you got that down for sure (laughs) and that's that's what i enjoy doing uh it started as a young age of talking to everybody Mm -hmm. and um so going into it i didn't have uh i'm still scared to cold call because who who likes going to somebody you don't know no one especially for Insurance, like, hi, I'm Pete, and I'm the insurance guy. <laughs> Click. Ah, yeah, this is. <laughs> Don't fun. ever call me yeah. again. <laughs> He's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, so what I had to do is, is I put myself out there, and my dad said, "Prospect where your feet are." That's an old saying. Well, when you prospect where your feet are, that means you're prospecting everywhere you go. Oh, okay. So I kept my business cards. I love I it. Where my AmFam stuff. I've got just like the decals that you'll be doing for my truck. You know you, it. And I've got <laughs> the one AmFam license plate. I'm all in. It's a right. lifestyle. It is. Yeah. 24/7, 365. And you, and you have to. And you have to. Well, you have to make sure you can shut it off, turn it on. And yeah. there's times as a business owner, we're go getters, we're Type A personalities. Right. We can't. We really struggle shutting it down. You know.
2: I, <laughs> you trust me. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean. Oh, I know. I've I've turned
1: so many people away from doing that. Like as soon as I'm about to be done with something or getting close to it, I'm already like halfway into the next thing. <laughs>
2: I'm yeah. picking up my phone constantly. Still at the gym, answering emails. I can't. I just have a hard time turning it off. Sometimes, you know. I I do too. Um, and it's something I'm working on.
1: But we're also in our 20s and single. We don't need to turn. Yeah, it off.
2: this is true. <laughs> I well, think, I think when you're here's in it, I think, here's being I married think, <laughs> and having three kids
0: of not being able to turn up. off. Yeah. when it comes to a, a phone call or a, an email. Oh yeah, like you. I I feel aside. I feel like. That I can miss an opportunity. Yep. At any uh, time. Yep. That's scary. Yep.
1: You feel like it's going to collapse if you don't get it. And if I'm not feeling. at the
0: office at a certain time, if I don't answer this text, if yep. I don't answer this email, I'm still a freak about
2: it. Yep. I mean, I still so, want. It's good. So even at home, are you okay to? I mean, you're watching maybe a baseball game. Are you pretty good at putting your phone away and 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 or? Yes, I do.
0: The, the computer's gone. the The phone is always there. Okay. Um.
2: Same with mountain biking. Phone's always probably in the pocket. Just,
0: But I do that for Strava. Uh, okay. And that was safety, too, because the girls would get really concerned when sure. I'm going Blue Nouns. I love biking at night with the, the lights. Oh, sure. Awesome. so cool. I love it. Uh, it. It's kind of freaky, though, because you'll see shadows. <laughs> Man, that and sounds it like fun. It yeah. is. <laughs> it's a blast. It's a total rush. I mean, it's a total blast. Well, they get so pissed at me going out there by myself with the light, and I'm like, I'm fine. And, well, if I go down, right, I may not be fine. So with my watch and the phone, uh, can your wife see where you're at on? The yes, yeah. I do the Strava where you can. be. Oh, that's what that is. Yeah, okay. where you can okay. beacon. Yeah, it was like so, Strava. Oh, I was like, yeah. I didn't. So like Strava,
1: it's an app for, it their, for, for exercise. Product. And you keep keep tabs on those kids too. Make that's sure. a different one. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Wait a sec, Ellen's made me do. Maybe she's keeping track <laughs> of me. You. Yeah, that's she what knows where it you're is. at. Uh, <laughs> this wasn't for my health. That's funny. Uh, but that's what what I do is this baby, the phone. Yep. Uh, I try to turn the, the text notifications, uh, down to a minute, but I want to be there in case you just want to call. I, yeah. Is,
2: okay. I, I like yeah, that, especially
1: with your line of work. Like if someone's house burns down and they call you at midnight, I'm sh- I know you, you would want to take, have you
2: call. been getting, have you gotten phone calls real, you know, at night in the oh, morning? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. It, anytime, uh, usually those are serious uh it, so they they at least respect my my family time and stuff right but, um you know i've i've had especially in this community is awesome because we it really is we mm-hmm. have i a, love it and it's fun because uh, our older community is, is pretty hip i mean it's it's pretty entertaining and so some of these if they've got an issue they'll call my home right because uh, when we had the landline right. and stuff and like hey toilet's overflowing it's a mess <laughs> You know, and I crack up and I said, I'm, I'll be over there in an hour.
2: Have you called Serve Pro?
0: Yeah, they're over. They're coming over. Said, All right. So I go over there and it's fun. I mean, right. You know, even though that's good. people right are line
2: relying line. on you, they are, they need you there when things are not going good.
0: And, and he was freaking. I mean, water was in the front on the first floor going down to the second floor. And oh, that's not in some good. collectibles. He was freaking out. Yeah. And I told him what's covered. Stuff that can be replaced. Thank God all the shitty ornaments Mm -hmm. and stuff that, that, that stuff got ruined. No pun intended. Yeah. 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 (laughs) You're right. Oh, good one. I didn't even know I was setting myself up for it. But, uh, I was able to give them peace of mind of what was going to happen. We're going to get the stinky place cleaned up. Yep. We're going to take the shag carpeting and actually give you an opportunity to, to get something new. Right. Um, so it, I enjoy that part. I feel fortunate being in a smaller community. Uh, I've always been an agent to go to a claim situation. Right. So car accidents too. Yeah. Those are, uh, more of followup. Uh, Got it. And it's- also I I'll have people call me right at the accident. Oh yeah. Yeah. And say, what do I do? And I'll try to get the scenario and everything. But also it's just like what we need to learn. Mm-hmm. And they may not get me next time. So I walk them through exactly oh, okay. how to do it. Because I tell them, I said, you, I, you may not get me or the office. This could happen at 2 in the morning. Right. So let's go through this process together of what, what's going to happen. Uh, I'm here for you right now. So don't, don't worry. It's, we're, we're okay. We'll get everything taken care of. But I want people through an experience that they feel more comfortable when, if they have to go through it again. They, they still have me. But they also know that they learn from me what what the proper steps are. Uh, those are, the car accidents are tough when I get emailed within 45 seconds of a claim. So that's a tough one when you're talking about putting the phone down. Because uh, I do check daily for claims. Got it. Uh, but I won't call on them unless I see an injury. Mm. I will call immediately when that's I see great. an injury. Yeah. I had one on Saturday. Uh, saw it. An injury, I was painting and I sat down. Really, yeah, I called them. Uh, daughter's fine, uh, could have been really bad. That's awesome, and that's where I gave them the. That's piece awesome that you're, you know, you're getting a hold of them, yeah, yeah. Peace of mind is hey, I don't mind fixing cars or homes, it's people, right? We're on this planet because of us, right? right. Life so is very fragile, it here. is. Uh, so those are uh, having people die in car accidents, uh, and mm-hmm. Stuff like that that has occurred uh, in my agency, I've seen it. And so when I have people kind of disrespect the insurance industry, yeah, uh, maybe it's somebody that they should maybe disrespect because they ruined part of the industry of somebody that or just this
1: they... one situation. Yeah, uh,
0: but when when it comes to people on on their insurance, uh, it's pretty important, and you want to be there for them.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's another thing too that I think you're really good at is, and what you have to do is. People call you freaked out, right? Like you're good at de-escalating the situation. I'm sure you have to do that all the time. Like you just talk them, hey, we can, we'll fix this. Well, yeah, I mean,
2: homeowners, vehicles. I'm sure you get people going.
0: Well,
2: what am I, what am I supposed to be doing? This is all happening like right now.
0: Pete, help! That and that's where you need to take control of the conversation. Yeah. Um, And it's no disrespect for the person on the other line. No. The bottom line is, I, I'm in control of my emotions and everything right now. So I need to calm them down because mm-hmm. in the best way is of asking questions. And what I start with, is anybody are hurt? Are you okay? Yeah." And that's, got it. And that people like that, are you, do you care? Of course I care. I mean, I, I sell life insurance. I hand out death checks. I care. Uh, that is a calming mechanism and it's the truth. Are you okay? Yeah. But then I get the, but, and that's the part we need to concentrate on is the stuff that is, is concerning them, and so we go down item by item. And I try to. When you were freaking out, and that's that's taken years for me to to try to tone it down. And sure. I still don't do it well all the time. Ask sure. my staff. Ask Ellen. They're. Oh, I mean, we're in an office yeah. on uh, one floor. we They all hear me, mm-hmm. so they know if I handle a situation well or not. Right.
1: I was just say lions got to roar once in a while. <sighs>
0: i know i get too fired up and then i realize oh you know they have an experience because there's sometimes i've been doing this for 25 years i've seen worst case scenarios i've seen best case scenarios Mm -hmm. um uh i i want people to at least have an idea of the truth and knowing what can happen what can't happen but i want to be there for them i mean that's you guys are the same you can tell it's genuine too oh for sure it's not just saying that no well thank you (laughs) <laughs> no, seriously,
2: we we thank you
1: for everything. Yeah. I mean that's that's
0: it's been awesome. You know, when
1: people see that they don't just use you for business once, they'll use you for life and tell all their
0: friends and family. Like when we were talking at the beginning, when, when my dad said he says you take care of your customers, everything else will follow. Yeah, they'll take what you care do. of you, yep. You be honest and ethical, uh, you go to bed at night and you have
2: customers that will give you referrals. Mm-hmm. Did you want to talk about your little story?
1: yeah like this summer we had a little the first claim i think i've ever had the boom (laughs) and we'll back up even farther before that because i have this property the old building right super Mm -hmm. old i don't know it could be 80 years old the foundation on this building and we had it insured at whatever what would that be called at first uh replacement costs yeah versus
0: actual cash
1: value (laughs) Big difference. He's on top of it. Especially right now. <laughs> this is good. This with, is, I feel like
0: we're in a game of yeah. more, more insurance questions. Yeah.
1: Especially right now in 2021 when everything's all jacked up. Replacement costs is through the roof yes. right now. And it's probably you know going to be that way for a little while. Um, but how important is that for people to have replacement costs versus what maybe they paid for the property?
0: Yeah, it's
1: huge. And that can vary quite a bit. It can. Could be over, could be under.
0: And the other part is is that uh, you may have to come up with some money. Yeah. And as a mm-hmm. young business owner... That's terrifying. I don't think we have a lot. We don't have a lot of money hanging around. We don't have any. No. Yeah. That's when you go to the local bank for a line of credit. <laughs> yeah. That's what I did uh, when my first six months... Maybe it was my first year as an uh, agent when we were talking before getting on uh, the podcast of... Where all of a sudden expenses were a little bit higher than the income. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and that's when I went to the local bank and, and did that line of credit. That's what a business
1: is, taking risk, mm-hmm. putting money at risk for something that you believe in. Yep. It's not just an idea or going after something. It's like putting your money on the line. Yep. And that's what it takes.
0: And when you were talking we'll get back to your claim yeah. too, but when you were talking about what separates too, is you guys do it advertising where you go. Is on the vehicle. Oh, man. And reason. dropping business cards sure. and stuff. Yeah. That's never going to stop. No. Because no. You, you're you're leaving a trail. And uh, I used to do uh, business cards whenever I would pay at the restaurant and stuff. And, and I don't...
2: I never thought of that. Yeah. Really? Yep.
0: Yeah. And, and so I don't do it anymore because uh, my daughters are like, Dad, would you <laughs> just like... Would you just have dinner? And so, here's a tip. Oh, here yeah, you go. Here's two my years ago. Yeah, especially since it's my. But daughter. that, that
2: makes wait- sense because we need exposure, and that's what you're trying to do.
0: Yeah, and they who knows? I mean, a waiter. That's a exactly knows, right. Knows how you treat them. I yeah. mean, especially with the tip appropriately. If they show customer service, you're going to treat them well.
2: Here's yeah. the funny thing, too. Everyone needs insurance, and you never know what they, you know, maybe they just had a falling out with their last, you know, insurance company, and Bad they're claim. looking for. Yeah, and they're looking for a new one, and. There you go. Yeah,
1: that just made me think of another thing that's super important too. Is like when you go to meet someone for an insurance claim, or like if you go to do business with someone for quoting a project, or if someone comes in here to to book a date with me, you got to treat everyone the same because right. whether they have a th- hundred million in coverage they need, or they need they need ten thousand, you know what I mean? Here,
0: <laughs> perfect scenario. I was in North Kansas City, Missouri. A guy calls me and says he needs just liability only. It was eighty nine dollars. <laughs> For six months for this car. liability—that That is a freaking car right there. Liability only. So <laughs> liability is no comp we're just giving him liability protection to get on the road. It was $89 for six months. I drove. What, well, I got to see this thing. Yeah. No, um, the, the liability. The, the, the car. Li- oh, the car. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what it was. Was it just like a piece of
2: metal on wheels? It was
0: back at the, but well, this would have been in 96. So liability only means you're just paying for the liability. You're not covering the car
2: it's just strictly
0: liability that's why it was so inexpensive but here's where I'm getting at let's put $89 in perspective this is how much it cost I had to drive 45 minutes (laughs) to him 45 minutes back I did a paper application and I collected the premium I love it so I make 9% on new business auto so I made 9% on $89 driving 45 minutes (laughs) doing the (laughs) appointment he lost about 40 bucks who knows? I love it. But no, that, that,
1: that's business right it there. It is. And yeah, you know yeah. what?
0: This guy needed my help. Yeah. And I could have said, I'm sorry. You could find one of my colleagues who... There's AmFam guys much closer than I was. Right. I went down there and provided it. I ended up writing his family, mm-hmm. referrals, mm-hmm. other relatives, mm-hmm. all because... You never know where it leads. You don't. And that's... I. I'm going to continue to do that I love no that. matter what.
1: Sometimes those are the, the they're, they're tests for you, right?
0: And they turn into gold too, whether you realize it or not. I, I wrote my biggest horse farm last month. That's awesome. That's because the, my insured now, his past agent kind of blew him off, hung up, got online, Googled farm ranch insurance. Peter Walton shows up.
2: Heck yes. He, SEO, let's go. He calls me.
0: I have a conversation. I email him a proposal that night on a Thursday. I'm out at his farm on Friday. I work with my underwriters solid two weeks over spring break, which was kind of tough. But the family knew what was occurring with this huge account. And I write it. Now, that's awesome. when we were talking about shutting it off or not, that didn't help that because no, you can't. <laughs> that oh, just sorry. lights you up. It was on a Thursday <laughs> afternoon, and he pulls it up, and I happen to pick up the phone. Wow. And what if I didn't? Would oh, I... I know. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. That's what Now, up- now
1: yeah. you're scarred
0: forever.
2: Yeah. Well, that's right. the
0: thing. It's now, I, now, now, when I put my phone down, I can't.
2: Yeah. Now you think of that horse farm, like yeah, that gave like, you more, more business.
1: <laughs> Yes. Do you have any examples like that business where it was like it, it, you lost money doing it or you seem like you didn't do anything and it turned into something? Yeah, there amazing. were a couple of
2: sticker jobs where it was like, yeah, you know, I'll take like, you know, 30 stickers and at that point, you know, I'm if I'm delivering it, I'm not making any money. Right. Um, but then they've turned into, oh, by the way, since they turned out real nice, you know, I want a couple thousand of them. And then it turns into like good business and yeah. it's like, you know, you never know. That's the thing. That's the thing in my world, in your world, in your world, you we never know when that we could have a big turning point. You know, it was you picking up a phone call. All of a sudden, you have a potential of getting this huge client that has a horse farm, all because you picked up a phone. I mean, it's crazy. Our life, our lives can change. You know, day to day phone call to phone call. So it's hard to turn it off. I have
1: a cool story for this too.
2: It's really hard to turn it off. It is. Yeah, it is. You it's addictive. I don't turn
1: it off. It's addictive. Why would I turn it off? I got no reason to. <laughs> <laughs> maybe one day i'll have some reasons alex is always turned on (laughs) (laughs) let's go (laughs) i had uh this like father and son and maybe his grandpa come in they would bring in uh deer every year to get their cwd test and that doesn't really it's a service we offer to get people in the door right that doesn't really benefit me other than meeting people and you know building relationships we did do it for everyone right um so like Two, three years we were doing these CWD tests for these people. They come in, we have a good conversation, we got to know them. You know, I didn't get anything out of it, but you know, I got to meet him and it was yeah. great and it was always good to see him. And then the next year, he got like two deer mounted. So it went from like three mm-hmm. years of nothing to that and then more work. And then they start bringing in sausage for us to make. And now uh, I hired one of the one of them, and he works for me. And he's and We're really good friends. That's awesome. Isn't <laughs> yeah. that cool? Don't take any small opportunity for granted. No. And <laughs> you're going to have your wins and losses. You are, yeah. Um, and that's... What's... And there, there will be people, too, that want free and won't ever do anything good for you. But you you can easily sense that vibe right away. <laughs>
0: it, I've, I've been taken a few
1: times. To the cleaners. Yeah. yeah we it, all have. But that's but... how you learn and get smarter. That stuff has to happen, in my opinion, for you to build that muscle. And, and I didn't let from. those
0: customers or people... Ruin it right. for you can't. for me, right. right? Or what I enjoy in people. Yeah. Uh, there are mean. There's there's just not people that are right. and Correct. The more you can separate from that, the better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are going to have uh, folks that you just don't mesh well, but they still do business with you, right? And I respect that even more because I feel like that they don't like me, but they like what I'm doing. Yep. They still stay with me, mm-hmm. so I I feel that respect that right. way. Um, yeah. It hurts a little bit because I want to be liked by everybody, but I get it. I get it. Sometimes they can't handle how... Nice you are. Fired up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's one thing I'm learning. The more I get into social media and the more people that follow you, like, there's some mean people out there.
2: Yeah. (laughs) What would they not like? I mean, sorry, we don't like how nice you are, Peter. I mean, you know what I mean? You're a very happy, energetic guy. I mean... There's nothing not to like. If someone doesn't like you, it's their own problem. Yeah. Oh,
0: thanks. And I this COVID time and the, the stuff, the environment has really hurt me a lot of our, the humankind has, has Uh been meaner than I've seen before. Uh, and everybody's hurting. Everybody's experiencing something different right now. Every single one of us has something that has changed, something that is different. There's things that we are trying to, to figure out. And, The last thing we need to do is deal with an asshole, Mm -hmm. and that's that's where people. uh, I open up the door. I've never stopped opening up a door for somebody. Say thank you. You're welcome. Uh, We got to go back to being polite. Mm -hmm. Um, We also need to stop worrying about all this other stuff because we're here on this this planet for a short period of time. Right. I don't know when my number is going to be called, but it's not going to be called. Uh, with me being upset, yelling or something. When I see people hurt, we all need to reach out to people because there's people that um, they don't know how to express it and maybe they have expressed it to somebody and the people didn't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I'm really hoping uh, w- with all of us, especially as business owners and being involved in a community, that's our job. Yeah, uh, We live here. We work here. Uh, I don't like seeing a neighbor hurting. No. And I think that's where we need to start. We can't worry about the big picture. We worry about Mount Horror. Yeah. Mount Horror community. community Yeah. In our surrounding communities. Because that's where it starts. It starts Mm -hmm. with us. Uh, And I hope. I hope and pray that uh, we continue to move. And I never like saying normal. Because that word. I don't like normal. That that doesn't excite me. No. I mean, normal. No. I want it to be crazy again. Yeah. Yeah. I want it to be fun. Right. And that's what us as the human race.
2: That's what we do. Yes. We, Interact. Yep. Face-to-face um, interaction.
0: Yeah, and I'm, I'm hoping, because um, I had a, uh, the ups and downs of uh, with the politics and mm-hmm. uh, the COVID stuff and who to believe, who not to believe. I, I had a mean streak because mm-hmm. I was, always felt like I was defensive. Everybody's mm-hmm. doing And then I realized, you know what? I'm going to approach this differently. And I think everybody else needs to, instead of just being uptight and jumping, mm-hmm. let's listen. Because mm. I've noticed that more with my own customers, if I'm able to, like with controlling the conversation or whatever it is, I want to know really what's going on. Yeah. And the only way you can do that is by listening and asking a question. You can't do that by yelling, mm-hmm. going back and forth, because you don't hear each other. All you're doing is worrying about the next mean thing that you're going to say. Yeah. So that's what we,
2: I'm, I'm hoping uh
0: Hell, if it starts with us four guys, it starts with us.
2: Uh, I like the mind. I mean, the mindset, absolutely. I, I love that. And that's that's kind of more of an approach I've been trying to take my, myself too. is just trying to listen.
0: Yeah. And it's it. somebody has something to say. And, right. But when it, when it comes to that something to say, uh, I hope it's productive. I hope it's kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you get a result. Uh, and the result is hopefully we can do business together. And if we can't do business, maybe I can direct you in the right way. Right. We can do it. Or... A referral in some way but just because you're not gonna do business with me doesn't mean that we can't like each other right or just because we're not gonna like something it doesn't mean that we can't be in the same space it's just business it is right and that's a and personally I do get hurt sometimes Mm -hmm. when somebody cancels or says something because it takes personally but that's where I think I polish it up could I maybe I did make the mistake maybe it was always
1: every time when I don't get it I look back okay what did I learn? What could I do different? And maybe you did everything right too, but there's always something to learn there. There's In, always value to be. It, there.
0: Whenever somebody cancels with our agency, I send an email if, and I phone call and say, was there anything that we did or did not do to make you decide to leave us? And some will reply, some don't, but I have learned from that. Some have said, right. we didn't like how you did this. Uh, there was one uh, scenario where, I referred to it as uh, that we're paying the contractor to to do this roof. Well, the insured took it very personal and and said we're paying this contractor because we've been paying premiums for twenty years. Mm-hmm. I didn't think of that. Okay, so I said, and the customer was livid with me that how dare I say that we're going to pay for this roof when he's been paying the premiums. I didn't put two and two together. Oh. When you think about it, yes, American family's paying that check. But you know who's paying that check yeah. is our insured has been paying that mm-hmm. in premium right. for 20 years. I offended my insured. And I could have let it go. They could have left and all that. But what I did is I called him. And I said, there's something wrong. And I want to know what it is.
2: So when you showed up, he was, you could tell that his vibe, he was, he was frustrated?
0: No, there was a phone call from his wife.
2: And said, "I don't know what happened,
0: but he's really upset. Can you? Can you? I really? have no idea. Right.
1: It just catches you off guard. And
0: it's like it, getting stabbed.
2: It, yeah. In the stuff. And, and I, the next thing you want to do is fix it right away. Right away. Because yeah. that's
1: what we are. We fix things. You drop things. every anytime there's a customer service problem like that. I'm my life is on the line. Yeah. I'm trucking things I'm like,
0: across the room. I don't call this my insurance agent if I need to drive somewhere when I want to fix something because I I feel like I'm a bad out of health. I just, yeah. Yep. Because that's how. I want it fixed. I screwed it right. up. Or there's yeah. a misinterpretation. Your name's on it, you know? And referrals.
2: Yeah. If you screw up, they're yeah. going to tell 10
0: people. Yeah. If you treat them well, they may tell one. Right. Uh, and
2: so, so you, he ends up calling you or you call him or you show up? I called him. I called
0: him immediately. And uh, we talked and I asked. And he told me that he felt offended of how I said that I was paying for the roof. And he felt offended. He's like, how dare you say that? When we've been paying premiums, we've actually been, we're paying for this roof. And I said, you're right. And I'm sorry for how it came out that way. I had no intention of right. belittling you, talking down. I was just thinking of American families, right. the writing the check. Correct. But essentially, I feel what you're saying. And I apologize how I, I learned. And that was just a few years ago. So, you know, I, I've been in the business for 23 Mm -hmm. years and I still did something wrong. What was great though, is that I established the relationship with that insured years ago to feel comfortable if I pissed them off or offended them, that they didn't just leave me, that they knew me as a person. Right. And so that's why the wife called and said, you better reach out. And that was great because I earned. Yeah, that's awesome. I earned that part of at least letting me speak. Of my interpretation of what my whole goal was with the initial face-to-face meeting. Right. Um, those are something to learn. They and, are. And I've I, been there. Yeah, and um, I was embarrassed. Uh, I was sad. I because he so was upset. It,
1: it's the worst feeling. I think it
0: is. It just wrecks you. <laughs> it does, and it
1: especially <laughs> because you, you didn't intend for it. This is your whole to life. Happen. It was a complete accident. You know, you didn't even realize it.
0: No. Yeah. And I was. I was so happy because I, I I bring back our successes, our failures to our team, and we all grow together in this business. and And it's constantly changing. The people are changing. It's fun, yeah, and that's what I feel great. But I want I want the successes to be heard to keep mm-hmm. us motivated. Mm-hmm. But I also want the failures to be heard because how are we going to learn? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's and I really hope too. When I was talking about reaching out to people and being kind. Um, we social media. We need to be nicer when people make mistakes, because um, we all have every, uh, e- everyone. has a past. Everyone
1: said something they shouldn't have ever said, and then one person does it on social media or on the news or it's on video, and then they just get you know yeah like, and
0: taken I, to the. Cleaners. We were talking before the podcast of how appreciative that I was that there's no social media when I was I mean, in high when school, you were younger, in yeah. College. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine all of a sudden? One hey, slip there's up. Walton, look yep. at him freshman, you're
1: doing a beer bong with all these guys and stuff. Sure. Andy, I mean, some of the stuff we've done if it was on video. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's and that it would have been fun if some of it would have been caught. Uh, but I I don't know what else on some of the other things if I would have been caught. But that's a that's a scary tool. Yeah. Because uh, it's taken away kids being kids. Uh-huh. Uh huh. it's taken away uh, a a person to grow Mm because you have to make mistakes. You make mistakes. And how are you going to learn? Yeah. Um, Zero privacy. uh, There's no such thing as privacy. No. Uh, And having three girls and seeing uh, what, what's out there. Yeah. You got a different perspective on it. Yeah. And being a dude. I mean, I'm I'm a dude. Right. So that's what scares me more. I am a dude, you know? (laughs) Uh, But Hey, that's where you, you have a, a, a family, and share love and experiences Mm -hmm. uh you hope and pray that proper choices are made and stuff like that but that's what you got to do you know you gotta yeah you gotta be open um and being a dude uh there's a lot of things i've had to suck up but i think it's been great too because it's it's, i've always been a sensitive guy uh and it's that's been a lot of fun and it's been fun to ride this this way with them and especially in the teenage years uh, people think it's nuts and it's, yeah, it's nuts and crazy, but mm-hmm. I love my daughters and we're having a blast. Yeah. That's great. No, that's, that's how all, it should be. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's awesome.
1: Question for you. So you said you got your biggest like horse farm deal or whatever, and then you had that other situation where it just like ripped you apart. What affects you more like getting big wins or those losses like that? Like emotionally, like anything in any way, you know what
0: I mean? Yeah. I, I the big wins are quick. Yes, they are. 100 yeah, 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 for it sure, for sure, and for I'm sure. Over. For and sure, I'm on to the next. For I mean, sure, losses. This farm can. happened a month ago, yeah. and I still try to bring it up and get fired yeah. up. it but it's like no, I'm chasing now the
2: next one. I love it. It's, that's exactly how it is. It's the I things am. that happen that aren't correct. Just, just it could be the littlest thing, and just destroys me. I man, hate
1: losing. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you say it. Hate losing more than you love winning.
2: Yeah, <laughs> oh,
0: it, you're right. Yeah, and and I hate making a mistake. Oh. um and w- our processes and everything have have really done well where we prevent those Mm -hmm. we're still human you got the human factor Mm -hmm. so we're going to make a mistake we limit those the and if we do make the mistake we own it and that's the part that earns us more trust down the road right
1: suck it up own it and sometimes you'll get that business back and you know another thing that i i found out nine times out of ten if you have a a problem like that um, you can turn it in to them being like a raving fan of you to go out and tell everyone because of how you handled it versus a normal customer who has a normal interaction. Right. Correct. You, you yep. experienced yep. that? Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. Yep.
1: Um, last but not least, what, uh, what advice would you give someone if they're new in insurance I was gonna ask that. or if they want to get into it? Cause you've seen it, you grew up in it and then you started. From this the is for AmFam. Yeah.
0: All wow. right. Well,
1: uh, I actually have a friend who's just starting out, going out on her own. She worked for American family in, uh, towards a platform, maybe somewhere down there. And now she's starting her own. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. This is for her. Um, well, what I
0: would do is uh, I would say, welcome to the insurance community. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's, it's a, a, the insurance industry, uh, is one of the only industries that can save communities. Wow. And when I say that is we had a hailstorm come through in 2006. Um, my little office in Mount Horeb, Wisconsin paid out $2.2 million in that hailstorm. Wow. So you look at $2.2 million off just my agency. So I've got 2,000 families insured, $2.2 million. There's other insurance agents. So you get got a, a town of 7,000. So just imagine the millions that was paid to the community. Well, that millions that was paid out... Paid for local contractors. It paid for everything to do the work Yeah, oh, man. it helped I love Simden it. out. It helped Hellwig's out. It helped. So the you folks guys in also
1: us. take that money to all these local businesses to do the work. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah, and, and it, you is, just think about that. That like is sweet. how many different offices there are in the United States, American Family, and all the other ones. And if they all do that, like
0: what you said, is exactly right. And, and usually, what happens days. is, is a customer says, "Well, I don't know a contractor. Can you refer?" Oh, that's the best. And i i would right now i don't because of the time right um i don't want to put any more pressure on the contractor that sure. they already have they're the good crazy. the good ones are booked out till yeah. next year yeah. yep um and this happened in 08 where all of a sudden now the woodworks people came then we had the recession and then all of a sudden the good ones fought through it now it's it'll be interesting to see uh the good and bad how it how it comes out but i i unfortunately can't refer because they're so busy um but when it comes to the wind damage that happened on a saturday or sunday yep i'll still refer to a a handful of people local folks that i know nice but i tell them that i have mentioned it to them i can't guarantee you're going to get a phone call because that's something that i ran into is that i refer and then the customer would say they haven't called me back so that reflects on me. Gotcha. So, I've had that situation. Yeah. So now what I do is 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 I refer them, give them their contact information, uh, and tell them of the projects that that they have done if they want to see something. Because I've been in Mount Horb since oh3 and wow. you, you see, I know where uh, just about every street is. And <laughs> if there's certain things that they've done, I can tell them where to go. Say, look at this house or that. But. Looking at uh, a catastrophic catastrophic event like that, look at what it did for that community. With your friend going into the insurance industry, it's amazing in how a half-hour hailstorm can turn our office into yeah. uh, a saving place for a lot of people's assets.
2: Um, it was really a cool feeling. Was that on a day of the... like? Was that like on a... Thursday night. It was Thursday. Yeah. Nine, so was your phone just... Nine o'clock. That was a... No really? Don't
0: turn no it off that week. That that was, <laughs> um, Brooke was five, so it was 2006. You bring
1: the kids with to go all do well, all this if stuff? Brooke
0: was five. Brie would have been two. Brittany wasn't born yet. And this is how it went down. <laughs> this is great. So it was April 13th, 2006, 9 Remembers p.m. are like, it was yesterday. Yeah. Put Brooke to sleep. All of a sudden, I hear. Bruh, 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 and I go, Here we go. Oh, shit. <laughs> And Ellen's like, what is that? That's hail. Are you serious? Yeah. Brooke is five, says, daddy, what's that? Here's a learning experience that I can give my five-year-old of what daddy's going to be doing for the next month and a half or two or three or for the next year. Wow. So we walked outside and it's pelting the, the yard. She's like, what is that? And I said, that's hail. And that's going to cost Daddy and American family a lot of money. And (laughs) she she just didn't understand. But that was me feeling better because I could say something. But in that same breath is we are helping so many people at the same time. Mm -hmm. When I say losing money and busy, that's a reality. That is true. But the other part is that's why you buy insurance. So when a hailstorm comes through, you can get that taken care of. We had 75 claims filed within the first hour. Oh, my. Yeah. And uh, so we ended up, I can't remember the total amount of Cars claims. or roofs more? It was mainly roofs. Yeah. Uh, great stories of people. There was one guy that was <laughs> coming back from work. He's on the phone with his wife. She's like, it's hailing. Hurry. He's driving down on First Street. She's oh, no. in the garage. She's like, hurry. And it just <laughs> pelted him. He's like, Pete, I tried to. I tried to. So do I still have to pay my deductible? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but nice effort on trying to not get the claim yep. so yeah that's hilarious yeah so it was so mainly roofs uh total roofs uh cars. Wait, wait wait wait
1: wait back that up so if it's parked that's hail. when it happens mm-hmm. that's different so if you're a- driving in
0: it i'm talking about the deductible oh the deductible you pay for it if you're driving moving or not you okay still have gotcha it. Yep, gotcha gotcha um the, driving with it, there was some shattered windshields.
1: That's oh, when man. it gets really scary. That'd be scary. Yeah. He sent me a video today of this dude who was driving and a turkey flew through his windshield.
2: Yeah, I sent it to you. I <laughs> yeah. couldn't believe it.
1: And the dude had, like, his face was all cut up. Peter,
2: the, the turkey <laughs> went through the windshield.
1: It was so bad. Oh. Through it. Like, all of guts all over Can his car. Can I tell car, you a story that everywhere. happened uh, from our <laughs>
2: insureds leaving Dodgeville? <laughs> yeah. Do we have a minute to oh, tell Oh, yeah. Us we're yeah, good, we're good. We're good. Andy? What? Andy, right. stop cutting us off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I get a phone call, and uh, they say, Peter, we, we hit a deer. And I say, okay. Is everybody all right? And he said, yep. well, we're okay. And I said, well, what do you mean you're okay? They left Dodgeville and are 151 oh, coming. They're on the eastbound. Ran mm-hmm. so they're just yep. getting on eighteen one fifty one yep. and when you come out of there it's almost like a shoot it is yeah and then you've got an open field yeah two right. yep two deer ran out in front of them the third deer he's in a Chevy Suburban okay the third deer jumps through the back window loses its leg and goes out the other side
2: no <laughs> so they have a leg in That's the vehicle they got a deer leg in there.
0: Now, Poor dear. this scenario, usually they have two kids. Usually they have three seats in there. So you, or you have your third seat. Yeah. That's usually where she would sit. But they had a canopy, so they had the third seat out. A canopy's in there. And then, so both of them are in the second seat, husband and wife. So already, thank God that she's not in the third seat. She yeah. could be dead. But the problem with this scenario that did happen Is she was sleeping, and it happens, and wakes up to blood that is squirted throughout the. Oh no! Yeah, horror scene. Yes, (laughs) I mean, and so the dad is telling me this, or trying to calm him down, tell him that everything's all right, and he goes, "But Pete, I need to show you this video, just so then you believe me." So he came to the office, and his son is carrying the leg out of the suburban oh my and out i mean it was it was the the freakish i've never heard of anything like it but again wild we pay for the car we pay for they're okay wow but still it's a that, win-win but crazy story yeah it is a crazy that's got to be one of the craziest that is uh one more really oh yeah quick. oh yeah um, I, this was andy we good <laughs> okay um this one was on me because i i love combines i think it's they're oh, awesome yeah. i and if i see one when i I take pictures or just usually I know the farmer and if awesome. there's a buddy seat open, I yeah, make, absolutely. Yeah. Do you know his uncles? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Good, good. You got nice buddy seats. too. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 yeah, Maybe you can do a ride along. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, I was down by, uh, just south, or north of blue mountain state park. Uh-huh. And I saw this John Deere come in and it, it goes down to get into the field. And so I, I have a Jeep at the time. And my uh, that's right. My You're window's open, yeah. and he the combine turns on. So you've got that thing in the back uh, that will sh- when the, yeah, it shoots out um, the chafe the, the uh, yeah. or the uh, the corn cob. Yeah. Yep, spreads them out. There was a corn cob about this big that was on that little thing. Oh wow! And right when he turned on the combine, that shot out. <laughs> and went through my driver's window Holy past my head
1: cow. that would have been bad
0: yeah it's
1: like a rock
0: so i'm filming it
1: well you
2: have this do you have the video yeah that so i have to I'll, did you
1: put that on youtube that will go viral yeah, yeah. make so a tiktok I'll, I'll to, out of it you know what I, I make
2: tiktok for sure tiktok yeah i, do, I wanted to I become I a farmer. farmer i do curse though so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's the, crazy but when i came back and showed the girls and ellen
2: and I said, "Girls,
0: sorry, but Daddy says a naughty word, but it's completely justified because I almost died." <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> and so I showed them. and it was, and then I showed uh, uh, one of the owners at John Deere because he's like, "It's a John Deere. I want to know what went down." Yeah. And he watched it, and he knew since it was like that, just the odds. I mean, shot out like a cannon. hole. Yeah, how so far? I,
1: what? How far away was the combine?
0: Like yards, if you had. Probably, yards. Oh boy, I bet you. 40, 50 yards. Wow! Really? Yeah, Just it a w- missile, crazy. <laughs> it, I mean, when it happened, it, it lands right in the passenger seat. So I have that corn cob in, in my desk. Nice. Seriously, yeah, that's I cool. kept that. Did
1: you keep the deer leg?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Should have had. Should have had your mounted. Freeze dried. Yeah. <laughs> but I do have a deer head that's mounted. Yeah. And it says uh, shot with uh, eighty-eight Pontiac uh, Grand Prix. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: There's the biggest ones are always roadkill. Yeah.
0: She Every was year. fortunate. She smoked it, and the sheriff was behind her, so she was able to tag it then. and and salvage. Yeah, of it. they ate the
1: tenderloin that night. Let's go.
0: Yeah, didn't die in vain. Yeah.
1: Okay, we're gonna one conspiracy question about insurance. Yes. Local too. Have you heard about the uh, the CWD conspiracy with insurance companies? Yes. Okay, so because deer and car accidents, how big of a book of business is that for insurance companies, like uh, or a headache, I should say. Dear car it, accidents. It's bad. Yeah. In Wisconsin.
0: Costs, oh, well, here's here's just a yeah. when I was yes, an agent in Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas City, Missouri, our deductibles usually were five hundred or a thousand. Yeah. Because it's expensive. Mm-hmm. Well, when I came up here, everybody's comprehensive was zero or a hundred. And I thought, man, why are they so low? I mean, the premiums aren't that high. So I kind of get it. It's because I think every insured I had in Blancherville that week hit a deer. <laughs>
2: oh, my God. So that's when I realized, I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> why it's zero
0: or $100 deductible. So people's premiums, and this is an that's old wild. rating, but when I first took over here, it, the rating has changed. But with whatever rates American family had, it was more expensive to move from Mount Horb to New Glarus. Because you're more likely to hit a deer. Unbelievable! That's crazy. Explain that to yeah, yeah, I crazy.
1: believe it. One of my employees lives in New Glarus. She's hit so many deer driving from Mount Horb to New Glarus. Well, what I did is it's I finally
0: just I threw the Swiss thing at him. I said, "Hey, us Norwegians, we we charge more for Swiss." I'm not Norwegian, <laughs> but it sounded good, right?
1: so. so this conspiracy, tinfoil hats going on. Yeah. Um, CWD, right? The conspiracy is that insurance companies planted it into a deer so it would spread and kill a mass number of deer so there was less car claims. <laughs> wow. Wow. Someone thought really hard on that one. Yeah. I just want to know if you ever heard it or you guys talk about it or No, See, he's i just... not saying anything. That means no, it's definitely true. <laughs> no, I was gonna say China. <laughs> and did it was it. right <laughs> just kidding. It came from Wuhan. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um... the first one was right over there. And like obviously it starts with a couple deer, one deer. Yeah, um, that that's
2: that is a fun conspiracy. It is, though. isn't it? And I could see. <laughs> think I, about it. And you think, you think about the. You couldn't see that being true. Oh, I
1: could. Well, I I, I don't believe it, but I think it's not. It's, hey, it's look at what happened in 2020. Okay, it's it's, it's realistic. Yeah, I. With what? It's it's within a mile of what the <laughs> UW animal test. Oh, there's another conspiracy. Oh God! There <laughs> we go. A monkey farm across the street. Mm-hmm. Do
0: you insure them? No, the, there's gonna be pigs over there now. They're really? they're going to save people's lives. They're going to really save, yep. What they're going to do is with and I know it had some insight in... oh here we go yeah Let's is go. that uh, trip down that they're actually land. going to th- this this is the only one in the world and what they're going to do in is in the that big one back there they're going to take the DNA of you uh, somebody that uh, is probably going to need a new heart and there will be pigs that will grow with a compatible heart
2: oh, really yep
0: Jesus. yeah and. It sounds scary, it sounds freaky, it doesn't seem right. It sounds but, amazing. But that's exactly what I think, is that if we have an opportunity with what God's given us on this earth, if, if we can find a way with right. doing something like that.
1: Right. I mean, it says it right in the Bible that he is the Lord and he gave us everything to use to whatever we need to, like the animals. Like, we have rain over them, it says that in the Bible, so why not use them for good and to save people's lives? I agree. And we slaughter pigs? And I've had EMS reach out, my horror, because they want us to save the lung and trachea. Oh, really? it's the closest to a human that there is.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: And it, it's weird, even uh, with the ligaments, too. Yeah.
2: That's awesome. And when
1: you look at a pig, you're like,
2: hey, nothing like that. They've reached out <laughs> to you and, and talked to you about it.
1: Yeah, we've get, we've saved a few sets of them because they use them for training. Really? Yeah, like, I don't know if they use it for, like, what kind of training,
0: but the EMS,
2: yeah. Regardless, they use reason. it for training. Yeah. yeah that's the cool. The that's really the cool.
1: and the heart. Yeah. The heart, there you go. Huh? Yep. It's interesting, yeah.
0: Yeah, so we're, again, we're very lucky uh, with the location. We're surrounded by a neat community, highly educated folks, uh, and a lot of fun. Have you ever thought about this? Um, We're in PETA Central
1: right here, okay? We got taxidermy, deer processing, butcher shop, monkey farm, pigs, and beagles in like a two-mile radius.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I do know. <laughs> and, and I enjoy eating my meat. Yep. Uh, I support the dairy. We're in uh, it together. Yeah. And I, I just. It's, re- all, it's all for the good of everyone. It does. And I, uh, in fact, with the situation that happened down at Farrell Farms,
2: it was at Farrell Farms I don't know. in
0: Indian, Indiana. When no.
2: oh, was that Coca Cola's deal?
0: Well, I don't know. It was it was a dairy farm, and there was a, a corrupt employee that had there was a filming of doing something. Oh bad yeah, farm. wasn't that? And you know what's interesting about that is the people that are involved in that farm are unbelievable great. There's families, uh, generations of families that mm-hmm. run this, and the people that tried to to tear this family apart and this this business down was a group that they were working at grocery stores, they were working at convenience stores, they worked on the farm. And then when stuff finally hit the fan and that it was corrupt, what they were doing, they all disappeared. And I've noticed that too, when you were talking about PETA, Mm -hmm. and it's unfortunate, but their ultimate goal is not a good one. No, it's not, No, it's terrible. And that's that's what I uh, really- Such a fake narrative. Yeah, and I, I struggle with it because when when we had the beagle situation mm-hmm. and people were against it, and I said, "Well, then you you can't take aspirin, you can't take Tylenol, you can't do anything." They don't realize
1: how many things every day.
0: Yeah, and and again, uh, if I'm treated like one of those beagles, it's better than oh the way gosh. I'm treated right now. They, yeah,
1: so I you know I've met one of the vets there and heard some other stories and stuff. If like a dog goes potty on the floor. There is someone there right away cleaning up. It is you could eat off of that floor in there.
0: It's neat. It's it's impressive. Uh the the dynamics of the vets uh in what we have here is awesome. And what started all this was that conspiracy theory. So I'm gonna get back to that. <laughs> is I do not know uh of had never thought of that of the conspiracy theory.
1: It does make me think. It makes sense. It, 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 well it's not
0: illogical. No, but it's highly illegal. And oh, yeah. oh I would, yeah. And I would not want to have... controversial. Yeah, and yeah. I would not want to have anything attached to anything <laughs> no. like that whatsoever. It's just funny. Well, yeah, it is. Well, and look at, and, and look at the past fun year and a half. I know. How many conspiracies just, have oh, we yeah. had? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a fun road to go down. It through, is. Through. But then do, it, do, you do you
1: go, ever do that? Go down the road on YouTube? Oh. <laughs> the rabbit holes. Never ends well. <laughs> we used to do that all the time. We visited some of these conspiracies too because I used to still haul and move stuff all over the country and Andy would help me out. It was fun. So, there's another good one about insurance companies reduce the population of deer by
3: the Clintons and insurance companies <laughs> and wolf rehabilitation in America. I swear to God.
1: It all goes back to the Clintons, doesn't it? <laughs> that and that blue dress. <laughs> uh, there's, um, an, there's another there, thing... I mean, it's, it's not
0: like, it's not a real thing, you know? We'll just yeah, do that. And, um, Fawn killers. What I, it is interesting, though, how many things that has come out to try to avoid the deer hit. I remember my grandpa, yeah. this was like in the 70s. He had those little things that apparently were... They whistled? Yeah. yeah. And oh, those, those still are, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I've seen those in yeah. stores before. And so There's then no he way. would always have that. And I'd say, those don't work. And, of course, me being the grandson, he's like, I haven't hit a deer
1: Fair enough. There you, Fair. Go. <laughs> you can't argue with that. <laughs> no. Not his case. <laughs> no. Grandpa's know all. They do. Do you? How long have you been in Mount Horeb? Uh,
0: since December of 2003.
1: Okay. This is a little bit before then, but we were talking about, because you know where the monkey farm is back mm-hmm. there and then the, all the other buildings. They used to be up in these buildings by the road. Um, and a, one of my customers was telling me back in the whenever days before that, they raised like sheep and goats there and they tested all these ha- diseases and stuff on them and he, he said something about that being from cwd too so that's another conspiracy i've heard because it happened right there you know by a few miles i still road.
0: i've got buddies that <laughs> they eat their deer and you can kind of tell oh, yeah. so i yeah. i don't know about the uh, the cwd thing i just well, know that once, I know once that's fact. implemented and if, if there's stuff that that's bad and not to eat them right and it's right. been
1: around for hundreds of years, and we've all been eating it, and it doesn't spread anywhere, so why, yeah, would, you, it's not, why no, would you fear yeah. something that's been proven the opposite for a hundred years, you know? Yep. Yeah. I don't know, but... People eating, tasting animals, that's what it means. Yep. Yeah. I saw this bumper... Not a bumper sticker. It was an advertisement on a bus for Animal Alliance, and said, "Be." what did it say? Did you see that on my Snapchat? It said, be nice to animals, don't eat them. And it had a freaking picture of a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. I'm like, okay. Fair no, enough. I won't you. eat my dog. Yeah. I was going to go home and eat my dog, but now yep. that I saw now that bus, I'm not doing it. I'm going to be a good human. It's just all because people want to feel good about doing something that's just fake. Yeah. That's what it is. Oh,
2: but this was fun. Yeah. Oh, was I really enjoyed it. It was <laughs> a lot of
1: fun.
3: It was fun going
0: Thanks across. for coming on. Thank I you.
1: learned some stuff from you about business and had fun talking to you. So I really
0: appreciate it. Appreciate the business. Also, appreciate the opportunity to uh, to say a few things. Yeah. I, I, I feel insurance is. It's very important, um, but there's also uh, you got to trust who you're talking to, and right. and also keep it when you're looking at your business. Um, it's you got to make sure your investment's protected, and so make sure you do it right. You do,
1: yeah. And I've seen people very close to me lose things because of you know natural causes or fires and stuff wasn't insured. And I see, I saw what that does to them and the stress and the money and like you have to have your stuff insured. In
0: one. Especially d- depending on the age group that's out there, but renter's insurance, uh, living at your apartment or living at a home or something where you don't own, but you're renting, mm-hmm. it's about 100, 200 bucks a year. But please look at doing it because it provides for your personal property. But the biggest thing is if you accidentally set that place on fire, you have liability to pay for that right without renter's insurance wow. then you could have your wages garnished for years that's, so that's wild a, and yeah. that's
1: the cheapest insurance there is.
0: oh it's just a no-brainer yeah yep one other question
1: that I thought of and maybe you know you're you know farther in the chain of command and the, you've met all the presidents and this and that and what so when people pay their premium um, where does that money go right away does it like from my understanding a lot of that gets invested so you also are, have assets like real estate and that kind of things that also helps pay premiums too.
0: Yeah, well, what we do with the premium is that that goes into the customer surplus and that's where all claims are paid out of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know specifically how it's differentiated with investing and doing that. Right. But uh, example, when, when people talk about certain types of advertising, we don't use that from the premium dollars. Those are used from the investments mm. the, the right right Got it. The okay that's cool the different I like that part structure. Of, well yeah. you, the diversify the portfolio too because you guys are counting on american family to right. be there if there's a catastrophic sure. event well we have to spread our risk that's why we're in 20 states um and you want to make sure you're taken care of right so that's
1: cool yeah right on. stand-up company i've been working with peter for a few years and i definitely re- recommend everyone to him yeah so we're we're like if people are like, oh, I'm sold. I need a new insurance yeah, I guy. Say, I listen to this. How
0: can or I get a hold of you? Just just go right to first like my Facebook page. You'll this is enjoy what you that. do.
1: Go to Google search best insurance agent in there the you
0: world. Go. There you go. <laughs> Peter Walton. Yeah, you can just Google Peter Walton, American Family, Mount Horeb. Uh Email me at teamwalton uh, at amfam.com. Uh, love to have the opportunity to to talk. Any questions, concerns, cool. something that that came up. Uh, I want to be that trusted. Uh, insurance advisor if you have business with me Absolutely. or not because we need that and just like with the ins- the sign industry the meat industry you guys are professions you're professionals and your pro- I trust you to do what you're doing I don't know what to do or what to expect and that's that's our jobs mm-hmm. and I want to make sure if a customer or not that I've been in the industry for 25 years as an agent but 49 years as a as a human right and, that I want people to come up to me and, and ask me scenarios, questions, conspiracies, sure. because I, I may be able to help and clear things. And if you have a red car, you don't pay more for insurance. <laughs> I've heard so that Hey, before. that was good. Thank you for <laughs> you leaving are. us with that part. Thank you. Yeah.
1: What about sport bikes?
0: We'll pay plenty or charge you plenty for those. <laughs> I've and owned a it, few, but I never yeah. insured My I figured if I'm going to be insurance, always, I'm probably dead I anyways. always love it when we used to surcharge it was called 150 percent so oh we would my. surcharge the premium 150% and i would say to the the young lad i'd say well you know you could you can uh, get a harley and save yourself about a 1000 bucks a year in insurance <laughs> uh, but you want this he goes oh well, I don't go very fast and i said well get the harley then well oh yeah they Good keep point. the crotch rocket and pay the 150% more oh my god but that the sport bikes is tough. I mean, I, I love motorcycles. I had a motorcycle, but uh, I've had too many motorcycle accidents that uh, those don't end well. No. Uh, I've had a good string just the past few years uh, where everybody's been okay uh, from hitting a deer. Uh, and when you're going 60, 65 miles nice. an hour in a Harley and smoke a deer... Um, <clears throat> All, all my insureds wear leathers and, and helmets, uh majority of them. Some that don't, you know, they're cruisers. But um, that's where it's, I still have the urge to get one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but oh, then, they're fun. But then all of a sudden I'll get a phone call and it'll be a claim. And mm. Ellen will go, see? Yeah. <laughs> there goes that.
1: The wives and the moms uh, do yeah. not like sport bikes. No. My mom's a nurse.
0: I bought so my first bike without telling my mom and dad. Yeah, me
1: too. My mom said, no, you're not getting one. And I hit it. It was the dirt bike. Where'd you hide yours? Legal, on the side of the house and she found it like right away.
0: Oh I I, I lived on the east side. I stored mine at the Highlander oh, nice. apartment complex where my buddies lived in Madison. Perfect. So I would wow. leave there, go g- right get my eighty two Kawasaki four forty L T D belt nice. drive with holes in the muffler, so it sounded like a Harley. <laughs> so awesome. I would wear <laughs> I would wear shorts, no T shirt, flip flops, no helmet,
2: sunglasses. Really? Yeah. Hey, That like, was the style.
0: And I would come out here and I hit a hornet right in my chest, all those feel and And I thought I was going to die. <laughs> and then I, I ironically, that week, uh, somebody saw me and reported uh, my presence to my mom and dad.
2: Oh boy. yeah.
0: So um, snitch. Yeah, that didn't go over well, but my dad was the vice president of Life Company. I had no insurance on it, no helmet. Oh, oh, oh yeah. He just lit you yeah. up, I bet. Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> and you guys, I mean, people are like, Pete's the insurance guy. How dare he do? We're humans. Right? Yes, right? We, we are. Do- right. yeah. We I all do dumb shit. We are humans. We make mistakes, yeah. and we will keep making yeah. mistakes. But now I know to have insurance on a motorcycle. Yeah, you learn. <laughs> yeah, <But> that, <laughs> And now uh, you know not to have one. <laughs> I know. But, God, we had fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, another one last
1: thing. Um, we were talking about what happened this summer here. Yes. I had my first insurance claim. Truck backed into my loading dock, smashed it all up. And basically they said, "Yeah, we're going to pay 13,000 and the construction estimate was 45,000."
0: And Now, what happens in that scenario that the person that was... I was
1: just blown away. I was like, are you freaking kidding me?
0: Yeah, because what happens with with an auto policy, it's actual cash value. So if I hit your vehicle, we're going to get you fixed, but that's what we'll do. If we total it, we're not going to replace your car. We're going to give you the fair market value, actual cash value. And this fell under auto because... Of the vehicle that the guy was driving. It was the vehicle that caused
1: the damage, although it was my building that got... Yep, the damage. Yeah.
0: Now in this situation, it was a
1: unique situation. It was. Yeah. So Um, you know, I'm sure you learned some things. I learned some things.
0: When I saw the uh, the bill come through initially and how much damage was there, uh, we were way off. With the other company was way off. Way off. So what we did is we filed intentionally. Well, we 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 filed a claim under your building and its replacement cost coverage. So then what we did. Is we went, came out, did the estimate and everything. You had your your contractor take care of it. And well, you paid your deductible. We took care of that. And then we go after them to get your deductible and get our money back. By the
1: way, how is that going?
0: We have up to three years. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you
1: just take them to the cleaners if you can. Well, the problem this, is this is was that a they bad re- situation. It was. And they
0: won't, re- when, when it comes to insurance companies, you're dealing with, you, people that maybe already don't like each other because you're not in right the same and I could tell company. by talking and dealing with
1: this company they were not going to be fun.
0: and what was great is is that we were able to take care of your building which right to have oh it. my gosh
1: yep. it just think about this if I didn't have that insurance or full replacement cost I would have got a check for 13,000 from them maybe
0: and then you would have had to go where
1: pay yeah I didn't have 20 30 grand to do that what would I have done that's my lower doc. I needed every day yeah literally yep would had to take risk borrow money Not That would do no benefit to my business. It would just fix a problem. Uh,
0: What insurance is, it brings you back to where you were before. Yes, there you go. Otherwise, you would have been... It's not making me anything. You you would have been spending money where uh, that's not making you any money. Right, right. All it's doing is bringing you back to where you were before.
1: Yeah, and it turns out that I think that whole thing was supposed to happen because I have a a construction project right now. We put in a new walk-in cooler and a rail system that goes out the loading dock and all that's all nice and new and set up for it. So it worked out. I was really so happy that how out. that,
0: at least on the AmFam side, disappointed with the other company. Very. Um, that yeah, they didn't... That how, how can you be that low? Uh, and I, in fact, uh, had to... And this was something where they were still fighting on the amount that we had agreed on. Right, and real quick, I think they can pick a company
1: to go give an estimate, right? That's not... That's going to be completely inflated. You know what? You opinion. know what helped
0: in 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 this claim? Yeah, let's hear it. I had a picture of when I first insured it. Um, oh my gosh! Look at that. Before you. Wow. So it was I, nice. oh, I had a picture. So we take pictures of all the properties that we insured for that reason. And so our claims adjuster, she says, "I'm just pulling at straws." But do you happen to have a picture of this before? <laughs> so I went through all my scroll of stuff, and sure I was like. Boom! Yep. So I sent it. It to her. She goes, "You're unreal." I go, "Thank you." Yeah, like, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So, yeah, so that all that, the time. <laughs> 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 so it was g- good feeling. That's hilarious.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, I felt like I was taken care of. Very great hands, and everything worked out good. So yeah, that's I learned my first little bit about insurance. Have you ever had any business claims yet?
2: Not yet. Not yet. It, it'll happen at yeah. some point.
1: Hopefully not. Hopefully, hopefully not. not. Yeah. Hopefully so, not. Do some people get lucky? Oh yeah. What yeah. do? We, are we due for a hailstorm? Two thousand eight nope. was a long time ago. Nope.
0: You better get that taken care of.
1: Damn it. What about the wind? I think I had some wind damage this yeah. weekend. <laughs> you might want to go there You <laughs> start pulling out all the straws. Just like, yeah, you know this. this. Yeah. <laughs> hurricane?
2: Yeah. Yeah. We're Whoa! gonna get a hurricane. Quick story. Oh
1: my! Oh my gosh. Just, there, I know where claims this is adjuster going. <laughs> goes
0: out to one of my buddy's customers. On hail damage of the car, and the adjuster calls oh my no. buddy and says we're denying his claim. He's like, "What are you doing?" You know, he's got hail all over, and he goes, "Well, no, we're denying it." He goes, "Well, well, why?" Well, he hammered the car and he forgot to do the roof. <gasps> no way! Are you serious? <laughs> so he hammered the car. Oh my god! He forgot to put where it usually comes from, oh so he my forgot to put gosh. it on the roof. <laughs> So he beat the shit his whole car. Yeah, oh my God. And
1: now he's got a beat up car with <laughs> Yeah. The... And, and, Lesson learned. you know, that's,
0: that's fraud. Oh it's my fraud. God. So we didn't prosecute, but we said, we're not going to pay for that. Yikes.
1: Have you ever run into any crazy fraud? Like I people, talked about their it houses today. On fire?
0: Uh, no houses. People do <laughs> uh, it. Oh, uh, I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. yeah. The intentional... I've heard a couple of conspiracies about that. There was one, well, the one over here the guy did. Wait, um, where? Um, oh, boy. It's where, uh, the blue house. It's over here. Not who's living there now. Is It's a different, it, the house was destroyed, but he had set his up. And he came into insurance for me, and thank God he was with somebody else. Oh, I was that thing say, went that up would in flames, And I thought, he did it. He did. Really? Yep. I had one guy, uh, oh boy, somebody drove into the house and we weren't able to cover that because he had just drove let, into
2: the house like through the house
0: yeah drove through the side and unfortunately we couldn't help him because uh, the insurance was out of force so we couldn't help him out but what somebody was, somebody they lapsed out meaning they the policy was not in oh, force they didn't have a policy right oh and man that, yeah the guy was going i mean this was in dodgeville the guy was going had to be going 50 miles an hour miss a turn and went and pushed his car I mean, in his own house, you could see, no, in my insurance house, but he didn't have insurance on the home at the time, but he, you could physically look in the house. He, he pushed it. What's up guys. Oh, you guys are stories. That's where when I started, uh, I told the guys, I said, I want to be able to talk to my customer and not have to tell him a story Right. because I want, I'm about being authentic and Mm -hmm. being honest. After 25 years, I've got a whole hell of a lot say, of stories. I was going to say, I bet you have a yeah. lot of stories. I've got we'll, a lot. We'll do another one.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, we're going to definitely have you on, and Insurance we're going to pick out yeah some of your stories. <laughs> what I'll just, do is what I'll... not to do. <laughs> you guys
0: will, whatever topic it is, and then I'll... Uh, I'll come up with my
2: my top ten. Oh yes. yeah, that like sounds how David, good. David Letterman used to do like this <laughs> yeah. top ten stuff. That's what I'll do. Is top I'll do my my
0: top ten most crazy claims.
1: That one with it. the
2: hammer though, that's just
1: that's hilarious. Could you see that it was done with the hammer too, like in Not Hail? Oh yeah, because I
0: mean, <laughs> I was like, you, you, that's the, the only one looks is the, the same. The ball peen hammer. But the problem oh. is, you go, you're doing this. You right. gotta, you actually have to be like an artist. You have to do a big one. Oh here, sure. A one. So I'm telling this on. Like, but you, <laughs> how to commit yeah, yeah. To hail insurance? But fraud. that's the thing you said. No matter what, and the an adjuster can tell right yeah. metal hammer from hail, hail, especially yeah. when you miss the roof. Yeah, exactly. That's what, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah,
1: people. Can't, yeah, I know can't that's good. Fix Stupid.
0: So that's what I'll do. Is I'll uh, I'll come back with some more. Are right, am looking forward to. It. <laughs> this yeah. was oh, fine. this was great. You Thanks guys. again, we'll man. Be... This was a lot Thank of fun. You. Appreciate it. All right,
1: guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, they can find you at. On Google, Peter Walton, American Family. You bet. Listen to it, YouTube, Spotify. We'll see you guys next week.
2: Thanks, guys. Have a
1: good one.